Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. With us today is Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, on the verge of becoming as famous as Ronald Reagan and uh, Tip O'Neill, as famous as uh, Bill Clinton and uh, uh, Newt Gingrich. And Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, you made a deal uh, with common sense individuals on the Republican end, common sense individuals on the Democratic end, and you saved, you helped save America. Is this deal going to go forward? This is going to go forward. They're going to vote in the Senate, uh, I think, later tonight, and it's going to become law. But everybody has to remember what's happening here. This is going to be the largest cut in American history, $2.1 trillion. But we put a cap on the government growth at the same time. And we got work requirements for welfare. This is going to help people get jobs again. This is only for able-bodied, no dependents, but they're going to get jobs again. And then we claw back all that COVID money. And then the other thing we did, we had the largest rescission. So you can't send the $400 million to China from the CDC. We're going to keep it in America. And the other thing we've done is hold Congress accountable. They can't pass all their 12 appropriation bills. It's a 1% cut across the board. And for the first time in 40 years, we were able to reform the Environmental Review Project, the NEPA, all this time that takes on average seven years to build a road. That's getting narrowed down to one or two years. Uh, Mr. Speaker, uh, is the White House uh, a little more reasonable these days? I remember, there, I know there was a change in uh, chief of staffs and there was change in certain other changes at the White House. And it seems like uh, uh, they sat down with you finally and uh, uh, made a common sense solution for uh, all parties. I mean, nobody's happy. But that's what common sense is, and that's what what uh, compromise is, isn't it? Yes, but don't misread the White House. Remember, he wouldn't meet me with me for ninety-seven days. It wasn't until the American people said they wanted cut. Republicans stuck together, put our own bill across. The Senate did nothing. Schumer said we are just going to have just raise the debt ceiling, charge the taxpayer more money, and we stuck to our grounds and we held a tough bargain and we were able to be able to do something for the American public that no other Congress has been able to do. So I applaud the American people and the Republican Congress and those Republican senators who stuck with us. Hey, Rita, what, what, what say you, Rita? You know, uh, Mr. Speaker, I want to ask you about IRS agents. A lot of people are asking, where does that stand? And I also yeah. heard you coming out and talking about maybe more border agents. Explain those two, because the American public's so interested in that. Yeah, and this has been miscalculated to people. They think we didn't stop the IRS. There has been zero hiring of any new IRS agents. 
They planned to hire 87,000 over a number of years. They had $1.4 billion this year to hire new IRS agents. We pulled that $1.4 billion back, so they can't hire anything. Then we got another $20 billion of that money that they had put for there, and we're going to reappropriate that later this year. I think a great place would be, let's look at, do we need it in the military? Do we need it down on the border with border agents? Let's put that money where we think the American people need it and not for IRS that's going to go after American people. Let's put it for places that is servicing and helping people. Uh, Mr. Speaker, is there anything uh, that could help the border? Have you come to any agreement with them? Well, we passed a border border control um, bill. Um, and we sent it to the Senate. Of course, the Senate has not acted, but we've got the ability to come up with uh, appropriations to be able to put different items in there. And we're just going to keep fighting till we get it done. You know, the one thing about me, John, is that I never give up. I stick with it and we just keep fighting. Uh, Understood. Um, What are the things? Now, there was also an attack uh, on AM radio, and I understand there's hearings next week that they've invited me to go down. Uh, What was that all about? Nobody understands it. Well, we cannot take away AM radio. If we had it in the world, somewhere in this country, talking to communicating with individuals, these were car companies. They wanted to take the AM radio out, not put it in the new cars. So we're going to have a hearing, and I'm going to move legislation so we make sure we still have the ability to communicate with people across this country in a time of emergency, and the AM radio stays in the vehicles. Yeah, and it was a nine, 97% of the American people are reached by AM radio, and I think some of the exactly. car companies, all they cared about is maybe charging $9.99 for the, for, to give you a radio on their, on their cars. Uh, Rita, what other items does you want to ask the speaker? You know, I want to ask you, Mr. Speaker, what's your message also to uh, the GOP, the ones who didn't vote for the debt ceiling bill? Because there were 71 who didn't. What do you say to them? Uh, Obviously, uh, it looks like some on the right and obviously some on the left, um, which may be the fact that uh, obviously it passed uh, is, is obviously a good sign. But how do you keep the party together? Well, I, I just think you move forward. Everybody has their own opinion. Some people want more into the bill. Some people thought they wanted more defense spending. Some people want more cuts. That's tough to put everything together. Uh, I think we found the sweet spot. I just didn't want to be known in history that I voted against the largest cut in American history in a time of debt that we have today. America is stronger based upon this bill becoming law. More people are going to be able to get jobs and out of poverty. We're going to be able to build things, cut the red tape that's been holding us back with all these environmental studies. We're going to stop the first chunk of the IRS agents and we're coming back next year for the rest. So, I mean, this is a very good first start. But, look, our debt is so big for so many years. We've got to be able to turn this ship around and we've finally got to turn going now. We've got to take the next step tomorrow. Uh, Mr. Speaker, I want to thank you for, for coming on and uh, uh, and giving us a briefing of uh, what it's all about. And uh, God bless America. And, and we hopefully by midnight tonight that uh, we go forward. Well, I appreciate you guys and keep doing the great work. And I'll make sure AM radio stays on so everybody can hear 
and get information that we need across this nation. Thank you. And thank you, Rita. And uh, God bless America.